Welcome, friends, to another episode of Jen and Matt Talk About the Bible. We are in the fourth week of episode, we are in the fourth week of Advent, and this is episode 29. Uh, this week is the week of love. It's pretty exciting. The week of love. We've made it this far, friends. All right, so our reading today is from Luke chapter 1, and this is at 26 through to 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now... You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child will be born. The child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who has who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Great. Okay. So I kind of think it's interesting that uh, that it's it seems that it's actually Gabriel's story here. Yeah, we were we were talking about that before. Yeah. That, and I never really looked at it that way that it seems like this is the story of Mary mm-hmm. with Gabriel coming to visit her but in the first sentence it's actually Gabriel is the main character uh, the angel right in six months the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David so that's all important information and it seems like Gabriel is the main actor being sent by God to go and do something and then the, you know, the secondary information, her name was Mary, um, right? Like that's, but it's so, and then Gabriel is like the driver of the action, right? Yeah. Um, he's the one who speaks first and then she responds. And then at the very end, the last bit of the story is Gabriel hears what Gabriel is hoping to hear, I think, and then departs. He's done his work. Um, but yeah, if you... It, if you just read this story in isolation, it seems as though we should know who Gabriel is as well. Um, the angel Gabriel, we all know who that is. Uh, well, actually, just you just have to back up in the story. So if you go farther back into Zechariah's, like the story of Zechariah, um, so this is Luke chapter 1. At the beginning, you have a story about Zechariah, who's a priest, um, and he's married to uh, Elizabeth. And uh, we get some really cool details about them, actually. Like, um, Zechariah 
though he's a priest, he belongs to a certain order of priests. And then Elizabeth actually is a descendant of Aaron, who is like kind of the first priest, Moses' brother. Um, so they're both from priests' families, right? That's cool. So it's like we get like double holy. That's Zechariah and Elizabeth. Um, and uh, yeah, so then an angel appears to Zechariah while he's serving in the temple. And we don't find out the name of that angel, but we basically say, you know, uh, the angel shows up, says, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayers has been heard. We find out that Zechariah in verse 12 of Luke 1 is like terrified, um, <laughs> doubly terrified, actually. When Zechariah saw the angel, he was terrified and fear overwhelmed him. So both Right, so terrified and fear. Uh, and the angel says, don't be afraid. Yeah, I'm here to let you know your wife Elizabeth is going to have a son and uh, you're going to name him John. It's going to be great. You're going to have a great rejoicing. And, um, and then Zechariah doesn't, uh, doesn't buy it. Zechariah says, how can this be? I'm old and my wife is really old. <laughs> and, uh, and the angel replies in verse 19, I am Gabriel. And so that, that's an interesting response to, mm-hmm. this can't happen. I'm too old to have a, a child. The response is, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak until the day these things occur. <laughs> and that's what ends up happening. Um, and... Elizabeth does get pregnant, and we kind of heard about that last week with Elizabeth and and Mary. Um, And you kind of continue on, you find out sort of what happens with Elizabeth, and then you get our story in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. So instead of it being a story about Zechariah and this angel visit, now Gabriel takes over the story and is now the main character, which Mm -hmm. is kind of interesting. Yeah, and you, you kind of had said something that I found really, really interesting regarding that is like the viewpoint of, of this, um, whose lens is like, whose lens are we looking through of these characters in this story? Yeah. Cause we usually experience stories through the viewpoint of the main character. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so it's kind of interesting to think about if Gabriel is the main character of this story and not Mary, um, that's almost like the viewpoint of God. Like God is the one who's sending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, God sends the angel. Uh, and, and then the angel accomplishes, like Gabriel accomplishes what he was supposed to accomplish. Yeah. And then at the end, he departs from Mary. And then it goes on to follow now Mary's story. Mary, at that point, Mary does become the main character of the story, I think. Um, and that's where we get the Magnificat from last week. Right. But it's, I kind of like the idea of like, if Gabriel's the main character, it's almost like God is the main character. God is the primary actor in the story. And it's almost like God is like there with the people that he's chosen to almost like, oh, are they going to, like they're, they're getting in on the, on the inside story. Like they are, like Mary and, and Joseph, um, Elizabeth and Zechariah, they are all kind of the insiders on God's plan. And God is now like, I, almost, I picture God as like delighting in 
what he is now revealing to the people who are going to do this. Here's and, the plan. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. And, and so then when Mary finally says, here am I, the servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word, she's like, yeah, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm in for this, for this plan that you've got. I'm, I'm on board. Wow. And we get, like, the very easy phrase of, and then the angel departed from her. But it's almost like, I kind of feel like the angel, like Gabriel being like, yeah, all right. Like, and then off, off he goes back to heaven. Mission accomplished. Very cool. It's with Mary now. We're, we're good to go. That is actually a really neat way of, of looking at it. Sure. Um, and then you can contrast Mary's response and Zechariah's response. Yeah, because right. <laughs> then he's mute. <laughs> yeah. He didn't believe me? Well. Which, yeah. So, I, well, first of all, like the terror and the fear of Zechariah. Mm-hmm. The, Gabriel says both, says do not fear to both of them. And he's a priest too. Like you'd think that a priest would he's probably. He's a priest and would be okay with an angel showing Right? <laughs> not really. Like, that would be terrifying. I feel like I'd be terrified. Well, it, yeah. If an angel suddenly just showed up here right now, I think we'd be, like, mm-hmm. overwhelmed with fear. Probably. But the words attributed to Mary are not that. Yeah. Well, you looked it up, um, the words of being perplexed and pondering. Yeah, that's what um, she does. I'm trying to remember what... It- those are about right. Like yeah. we looked up the Hebrew and those are about, those are pretty good translations of, of what it is. It's certainly not fear. It's not the Greek word for fear here with Mary. It was the inner dialogue going on. That oh, was, that's what yeah, I was yeah. wanting the to touch on. The pondering is the same, like it's the root. same Greek root word that basically uh, would be in English. It's like dialogue. Mm-hmm. The two words like dia and I guess logos. Sure. Um, word, word, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and it's like she's having an inner dialogue. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, like pondering is a good one. Like thinking about it, kind of going back and forth. Like, hmm, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like she's really but it's intellectually like a, wrestling with what, what's going on here. But the in the moment, say. like that's pretty moment. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So Mary seems to be like, she seems to be like, I'm working this out. And Zechariah seems to be a little more like, whoa, this is terrifying. I, I'm, not going, I'm not going there. Like, no, 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 no. And I'm too old. I'm to, too old. I don't want this. Saying. Even though, like, Mary also questions, right? Like, how can this be since I'm a virgin? Right. Her wondering, seem, her questioning seems to be more about, like, hmm, like, let me, I want to figure this out. Like, Explain this to me. That seems to be more Mary, whereas Zechariah seems to be a little more like, I'm objecting because I'm afraid. And I feel like both are actually legitimate human responses, but the response of the angel Gabriel to Zechariah is, yeah, you don't get to talk until, you're, until your baby's born. <laughs> um, and like, you won't be the one prophesying is basically maybe, maybe what the angel Gabriel is saying. And it is interesting to think about last week with the Magnificat uh-huh. and the impact of those words where Zechariah can't speak 
Mary ends up going to visit Zechariah's household, uh-huh. Elizabeth, and then Mary speaks powerfully. That is cool. That's kind of interesting. It is. And, and then Zechariah does get to speak and speaks very powerfully in the, in the following Yeah, li- in literally at verse 67, um, then Zechariah, when he was able to speak again, he was filled with this, the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. And it's... Uh, and it's, it's actually, powerful. it's very powerful, and it's quite similar to the Magnificat. It's a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he says some amazing things about his, his own son and uh, John the Baptist. Um, but it's, a, it's similar thematically to what Mary mm-hmm. says as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's interesting to think about those, those differences in how they respond and then how we interact with the story um, when we think about that God is actually... Yeah, it, it's interesting. That these people are not just being acted upon by God without their consent. Like mm. Mary seems, she has to consent, like she has to be on board. Right. And instead of it just being like the angel announcing, this is what's going to happen to you, even though the angel does seem to do that, um, it's almost like enlisting or you know, wanting you to come and be part of this, yeah. not just, and now you have no choice. This is what's happening, Mary. Of, sorry. Kind of a bit of an invitation yeah. in a way. And I think that's why God acts with us. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's the, the lesson here a little bit is that God is inviting us as well into these crazy, ridiculous plans that God might have. <laughs> um, For the salvation of the world. Yeah. And that we're not the we're not the primary actor. Like this is one of those great illustrations of it. It's God who's actually the, the main driving force. God is the one who is the main character in the story. And we super hard for us because we're always the main character in our own story. Mm. Always. And it's hard to put God as the main character in our stories and then realize, okay, am I going to, am I going to raise the objections like Zechariah or am I going to say, here am I, let it be with me according to your word, like Mary? Wow. I have some reflecting to do this week. Yeah. <laughs> What's the... So, and this is right before Christmas, too, right? Like, we should, uh, we yeah. should celebrate that. Absolutely. We There's that as well. Uh, it's coming. Um, yeah, I, I really I appreciate thinking of of this different lens and uh, and the invitation and how are we responding to God's acting in our in our lives as it as uh, as our lives intersect with God's plans are we going to respond to that well I like that well I guess we'll see what I say on Sunday what the Spirit speaks through me I'll be preaching this so mm-hmm. it'll be great. Can we just say something extra about angels too? Yeah. I feel like, like this is the angel story that we have in Advent, but then like Christmas Eve is also. Oh yeah. Big time. The, the big angel story Mm -hmm. with the angels showing up with the shepherds. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And again, they, um, they are terrified. The shepherds are terrified. We have that, that same word for, that was used for Zechariah. And, um, and the angel also enlists the shepherds. So they give this news. This is what's happening. Like they don't really have a choice in Jesus being born anymore at that point, right? Like it's going to happen. Right. It's happening like right now, tonight. Um, 
but they are enlisted by the angel to say, okay, go and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they end up uh, going and, and meeting baby Jesus, right, on, on Christmas night or whatever it is. And, and then off they go, and they, they then are praising God when they leave. But the thing that I think is kind of interesting and then connects to this story of uh, Gabriel and Mary is the very end of the Christmas story that's told on Christmas Eve is uh, Luke 2, 19 and 20. Um, so it's, it's mostly about the shepherds going and seeing, right? And, uh, and it, well, verse 17, when they saw it, they made known what they'd been told about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. It's the same thing, right? So she's like, hmm, now these random shepherds have showed up telling us about these angels that have told them to come here and see my baby. Yeah, okay, this is, what's going on here? Like she's, we don't know what she's thinking. Right. But is she thinking, oh, this really, like, okay, this is the real deal. Like, this is, this is actually going to be bigger. And the words that I prophetically said in the Magnificat about, like, this being about the lowly being raised up. And here they are. Wow. Like, they've just shown up. Um, Uh, And then the very last one, the shepherds then return, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And that's sort of the end of the the main Christmas story. I don't know, it's just those connections, we don't always always make them in the Christmas season because we have like these self-contained units, I think sometimes, right? Right, absolutely. I'll stop there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds great. Um... All right. Well, peace be with you all, and we will be with you again soon.